friends on this day 10 of month 3, 2023, I say, hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and I'm so excited to be with you on this Free Yourself Friday. I would like to say that that's where we're connected. But, you know, you might be one of those who are listening to this 50 years down the road trying to figure out what the hell a podcast is because the world has evolved just 50 million times over. Or maybe you're two weeks out and you're probably still having that same reality because technology changes every 32 seconds. And is it really 32 seconds? Maybe like 32 milliseconds. Nonetheless, wherever this finds you, I appreciate you on behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this. I appreciate you as well. And know that you can do whatever you need to do to make sure these pieces of business get out into the world. And more specifically and more importantly into your ear holes each and every time they're released to the internet so i thank you for that <sighs> let's get into it because um i sold myself short today and i want to talk to you about this because well this may sound conceited but then again mental health is very conceited and there is a part of the all of all out healthiness of one's mental state that requires a little bit of concession, a little piece of narcissism. Narcissism is is in its place, not a bad thing. It's like having a whole, you know, you got that cayenne pepper, you understand? I like this. Let, let's look at cayenne pepper as narcissism or narcissists, narcissism. Yeah, however we want to phrase that. You got cayenne pepper, right? Now, if you go and down a whole bottle of cayenne pepper, nine times out of ten, you're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, but you put a little bit here and mix it in with a little bit of salt, a little bit of Creole seasoning, a little bit of slap your mama. I found that in the Walmart. Actually, the wife sent me to the store and I found that in there. Yeah, it's like slap your mama. That's a thing. Jesus. Nonetheless, uh, a little bit of narcissism is all right. I think it's it's healthy for mental health to take a little part of your life and go, this is me. I'm going to take a swig to me. Shout out. Take a little swig for yourself. That's me toasting you. Take a little swig. Uh, yeah, that's to you. Now, all that being said, what I want to talk to you about. There is a particular person in my town. I don't know if uh, what I'm feeling is real. And I say that because sometimes we can, as humans, you can think folks are thinking about you and they're really not. You can think folks that are, it's like we're, we're paranoid. Everybody's after me. Everybody's trying to get me. Everybody's trying to pull me down. I'm, I'm the big shit and, and I, I can't get where I need to go because I got all these haters. To some degree, that may not be true. But to some degree, that may be true. And so it's a kind of fine line between which is which. And so I struggle because I don't know which if, you know, if I am a threat to people or if I'm just a threat in my own head. I would like to hope that I'm in my own head. To me, I just, you know, rather mind my business and be left alone and not have to deal with the stresses of or the opinions of the the ideologies of the world just let me do my own thing but you realize that as i said some degree you have to 
except that you're a threat to some people. And so, knowing that, knowing that becomes very pressured, but also dealing with that is where the big pressure comes in. That's what I want to talk to you about today. As I woke up this morning and to some degree, I felt just angry. And that anger stemmed from this person. Now, folks say, oh, well, Eric, you shouldn't let people get in your head like that. Let me tell you something. Anybody who tells you that is full of shit. Anybody who walks around with this self-righteous mentality that they don't let anybody get in their head. And, and you know, I mean, it's, it's good advice in theory. It's great advice. And I recommend that everybody pursues it to work towards the freeing of your mind where no one can have um, hoarders rights within your brain. That, that's, that's an ultimate goal for all of humanity. But here's the truth. 99.9% of us got some hoarders. You got some people who are living rent-free in their headspace. And as much as we try to, as again, push this reality, that ain't nobody taking no space in my head like that. That's bullshit. I don't know. No. Some way, shape, or form, you got some folks taking some space. So what do you do about that? Well, the moment that you realize that you go into attack mode. Attack mode means you... Get you, you draw up the proverbial paperwork, the psychological uh, restraining orders, or what's the thing? Uh, memorandum of eviction, however you want to put it. And you start working towards getting these mofos out your space. And that's kind of what happened this morning. I realized that I had some unwanted tenants. Well, more specifically, a unwanted tenant. And it took me about 35 to 40 minutes, maybe longer than that, to evict them. And I'm not even sure that they are fully evicted. I might. <laughs> There's a possibility that now that I think about it, there might be some keys that they still have. I don't know what doors they unlock. And I don't know which. Because, you know, there's a lot of locks to you. That's something else to put into you. And I'm not a psychologist, so don't take my advice or anything. But there are a lot of locks to you. A lot of doors. A lot of things that... Uh, windows, if you will. And there are folks who know how to pry them windows. They know how to unlock them doors. They know how to jimmy them, if you will. And so if you don't know which doors or which windows these fine individuals have access to, if you don't know which... Um, yeah, you don't know how they can get in. That, that could be a problem. So I evicted this unwanted tenant. Now I have to work on why, A, I evicted them. First, why were they in my headspace in the first place? And I, that might take a little bit more time, so I'm not going to waste yours on that. That's, that's something between me and my therapist. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. But what the point here is, as I'm struggling through this as we're talking, you know, this is this is live, brothers and sisters, my friends. We ain't got no prepared statement. We just sitting here working through things as we do. That's what we do around here at EDB. 
work through things. So it took me about 45 minutes, maybe somewhere in there to get rid of this, this unwanted tenant. And that's when I realized something. I realized the power and the importance of chats like these. Taking time out of the day to really hone in on who has space. Who are you giving unwanted, unrent paid space to? And taking each day to make sure that those tenants, those unwanted tenants, are dealt with in your brain. You say, how do I do that? I have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you how I deal with it because I'm not a psychologist. I don't take my advice or anything. But the thing that I do is I sit down and we're talking like we're, and I talk like we're talking now. Um, I've realized that the best way to do it is to talk it out. That's why I have a podcast, because I can talk it out. You can get a podcast, too. You got all these different platforms and YouTube channels and so forth and so on, and you put yours out there. Because let me tell you something. Your enemies are not going to listen to you. They're, they're not. The only reason why your enemies are going to listen to anything you do is because they really feel that threatened by you, that they're trying to find every way they can to hemp at your heels. And if that's the case, well, then, well, hey, man, let them watch. Give them a little piece of your skin. It's probably dead anyway. That needs to be shaved off. When you go in the bathroom and use your wonderful soaps and you scrape the bottom of your corns, you know, let, give them the dead skin. Give them a nice meal. Put some ranch on it. Some slap your mama sauce. Is that sauce or seasoning? I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. I don't know anything about slap your mama. But, and then move on. Now, let me get back to the point because this is about us. You got time to worry about them. Having a moment to talk about it. Now, notice I didn't mention who that person is because they're not important. The name is not important. What's important is you. So I don't worry about it. I don't. I don't pay attention to who listens or who watches. Or sometimes I don't even read comments because all of this is about advancing me and people who are like me, who think like me, who feel like me. You know, we. I used to think. When I first started out here on these journeys, this journey, should I say, that well, I was going to change the world. I was going to, you know, uh, bring healing to the whole world. I was going to stop racism. I don't know if I ever thought about that, but I'm sure somebody did. And the hard slap from a mentor, I like to call her my aunt mama. She told me one day, she said, uh, baby, many have tried and many have failed. And I looked at it as this little thing coming here. First of all, let me just tap that in advance. You can do it. I just want to tap it right now and take a little swig. Uh-huh. Because, believe it or not, that was the best advice I've ever heard. And now that I took my toes, I'm going to tell you why. I just wanted to swig either way. So, you know, we did it on the front end. But she said many have tried, many have failed. And what I have come to realize her meaning was, was we've all set out on a journey of trying to figure out how to stop things that ultimately requires individuals. Racism is not a social construct. It's an individual ideal. 
Discrimination is not a social construct. It's an individual ideal. When we as individuals stop being racist, stop being discriminatory, stop being segregatory, stop being uh, biased, when our individual ideologies change, then the social is just, it's, it's at the mercy of the individual. God, I didn't know that 10 years ago. Didn't think about that 15 years ago. And so I set out to do that. Now I realize that it's all about tribalism. Now that's another dirty word that some folks are going to look at you like you said. I said well, tribalism says, hey, I connect with like-minded individuals and those like-minded individuals come together and we work on whatever our like minds desire, whatever is inside of our space, whatever the creator in his architectural meeting uh, at our design or when they were in the process of our design, you know, before I was formed in my mother's womb, Jeremiah 1 and 5. Whatever our like minds think, that's what we come together and we, we process over, you know what I'm saying? So that being said, um, this person who had space, I had to ask myself, Eric, how important are they to who you are and what you're trying to do? That's the question that has become centered to dealing with this for me right now. How important are they? Look around. Sometimes the, the best thing to do every day is to take a moment and look around. Look around and see what you got. Your houses, your cars, your bank accounts. You might got two, three dollars in there that, that you can just leave there and do absolutely nothing with. Now, before you go, well, that's materialistic. Yes, it is. It is. Sure. I'm telling you, making God out of it. I'm just saying. Sometimes you can look around and see, man, I, I'm good. I'm really, really good. A few seconds ago, the white came. White, the white, the wife came in and was like, "Hey, dude, you check the bank?" And I went, "No." She's like, "You should check the bank." I'm like, "All right." Now, the point about that was, when you when you think about it, like. Wait a minute, there's money in there, and I didn't, I didn't even think about it being there. That's when you know you're good. So now that all that's settled, you know what you got. Now you say, if this person who is occupying unwanted space or undesired space on your behalf, however you want to name that or, or, or formulate that train of thought, you got folks being there that don't really need to be there. How about that? Why do I need to invest in a person who, A, I did not know existed before I even began on this journey? And B, the only real reason why this person is in my world is because other folks are trying to put this person in my world. That's the next big thing. When folks try to make you Accept folks. Don't let anybody make you accept anybody. I had a piece of business that I was doing a couple a couple weeks ago, and um, what happened? Well, I'm, I'm 
what happens is, is that's details when they go into that. But um, the moral was, I made a call to somebody and needed them to do something. They kind of went, you know, and, you know, they got big tits and, you know, you either suck on them or I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. Great. I don't suck on tits. At least not yours. So I went and found somebody else to do it. Now, the response or the backlash to that was, oh, you feel like you can go over my head. Actually, I don't feel like I'd go over your head. I actually could. I did. And I went over it. So whatever. Fuck it. So now this person came out to invade my space to psychologically declare war on me when truth of the matter is they were irrelevant before they got there the job was already done they they proved themselves to be insignificant and why are we even having this conversation because regardless of whatever goes on in your or comes out of your mouth it, it's irrelevant to my causes because when I asked you and you didn't come, I said, fuck you and went somebody who said yes. So that said, I've apologized to myself for literally taking time out of my life to give to someone who doesn't fucking matter. Now, I hope that that was very generic and that story was told as a personal, a moment of personal privilege. What I mean by that is I told that story to in hope help someone to remove the unwanted tenants. I didn't tell that story as a shot. I'm not declaring war on anybody. Um, what's the word? Psychological. Not, not, that's not the word. Um, I ain't trying to play no games. If if I wanted to declare war on somebody, I would have called their name. I I would have sent them this clip. And that's not the point. I I don't need to secretively call, declare war on people. I don't do that. If I don't like you, I'm going to walk up to you, look you in your beetle eyes and tell you, go fuck yourself. That's what I do. So please do not take this as a shot. This is not. This is a moment of release, a moment of understanding. And I hope that at the end of the day, even if I am taking unwanted space in your brain, please take this. The folks who would think, oh, he's declaring war on me. I hope you take this and go, you know what? That fucker ain't worth my time. And I'm okay. I am not worth some people's time. Eric Deshaun Barrett is not worth some people's time there I didn't set it so let's all have a good Friday a good free yourself Friday shall we and may this as I said be a very very motivating very freeing <sighs> right there mm-hmm. that, that moment of breath as a matter of fact, we, we do that around here. We take a moment to breathe. Shall we uh, partake of that? Uh, Mr. DJ, you need to cue. I didn't say you, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ. Um, you can cue up our, uh, our uh, moment of breath. We're not going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're not going to do five minutes today. We're going to do like two. 
And it's going to be a severely powerful two minutes. I'm setting my duration watch, opening up the mindful app. And we're going to hit that button. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, it's got a non-binary DJ. Don't forget them. It's got a nice piece of business over there to, to put us into perspective. So we're just going to hit this breathe for two minutes. You got it on your Apple Watch? Mm-hmm. Just hit it, right? Just, Mr. DJ, take them. Just get us there as we're being still and bringing our attention you are an amazing ball of light And how about we put a bow on this with our verse of the day. Our thought, should I say, that connects to our verse of the day. Romans 12 and 12. And it gives us this perspective. For us to get hyped with possibility. To chill when all hell is breaking loose. And to just be gun-ho as it pertains to our prayer, our conversations, our connections with our Creator. What if we did that? What if that was our thought process on this Friday? We talked about all the things that we did a few minutes ago. If we focus on those three things, staying hyped, chilling, And just having this reckless abandon, this. Hey, me and me and the good G, I'm just talking to you again. Every time something pop up in your brain, every time, every time that person knocks on the door and tries to come and get that space back, just be like, hi, 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 hi. 
I turn you over to my agent, my legal team, the good creator of heaven and all of his angels, his, his partners, if you will, his legal aides, the dream team, if you will. I hope your Friday is good. I hope whatever day you're consuming this is good. And I hope all of this, as I said, serves as a, a reminder of how awesome saucy you, you really are. Hmm? Shall we move on with our day? I think we shall. Ah, with that, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, how are you doing? You know, this is a Free Yourself Friday. And one of the good things about Free Yourself Friday is the opportunity it is to not just free your mind, but to get your body moving. You know music, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, as you know. Please forgive me, I don't mean to insult your intelligence, but... Music is, it is the lubricant. It is the stimuli for not just the brain, but the, all of the emotions, all of the feelings, the sensories, everything you can imagine is wrapped up in music. And the other good thing about music, at least in our little corner, our little tribe here, if you will, is that we have the opportunity, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, on behalf of No Copyright Sound, to do our our part. Yeah, that's right. We're doing our part to make sure that we are connecting, that we are supporting, that we are building artists. Artists who we would not have thought about if it had not been for the hard work of our friends over at No Copyright Sound. And you, you, the trinity of music over there, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ. One of these days, I said, we're going to bring you out. We're going to sit you down here. I'm going to kind of have y'all do this thing. I know you're a little, uh, you're a little shy over there, and that's all right. We, we, we'll work with you for right now. But Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, we're going to, as we do normally, we're going to put some tracks in here. You have something that... That is going to be interest that are, that will become of interest to us. You may not, you may not think about it right now, but it, but it's, you're gonna get into it. The people's gonna get into it. Don't worry. And they they gonna just sit at the desk, and the next thing you know, their soul is gonna be moving. But then again, also, Mr. DJ, DJ, non-binary DJ, we like to consider this our little pep rally, don't we? Our little morning pep rally. When you down at the job, some of you got there at nine o'clock. We try to have these out by then. And when you get down there, you walk into. I had a little job. Can I just share this with you real quickly? I had a little job when we was out there. We're going out uh, doing those affiliate marketing. I think that's what it was. When you go out and like to sell the, um, go out to the gas stations or go door to door. What is that? Is that affiliate marketing? I don't know. I, I lasted three minutes in that job. Anyway, I walked in and the beginning of the day was all of us gathering in a room. They had music on and they were putting up inspirational quotes they were putting up inspiring people. They were getting us all hyped, getting us all motivated. It's like it's like Muhammad Ali before a big fight. It's like we went on in the Logan Paul. Well, he lost. I don't know if that's a good example. 
Shout out to him. What is he now? Six and one or something like that? I don't know. Somebody's old has got to go. Sorry, Logan. It was not Logan. Jake. Logan ain't never won a fight in his life. Actually, he did. He won the WrestleMania fight with. I think he beat the Miz, didn't he? No. Then he lost ever since. He's literally been losing in WWE. That's all he does is lose. And yet they still. Okay. Never mind. Um. The moral is, you come in and you, you sit down and you, like I said, you, you get hyped. And that's what we do around here. We like to be your company's pep rally. So if you're listening to this and the boss is right around the corner, take this to the boss and say, hey, can we do this every morning? You know, the first half is kind of our personal thing. Or y'all can do the whole hour. But can we do this, boss man? And if you're the boss man, like, tell your people, hey, hey, we, we, the EDB podcast the EDB show is on, and we're ready. Come on in, gather around. This is going to be our community time. Do that. Do do that. Do that. Do do that, please. I got so excited. I'm so excited about it. I took. I I don't want to bleed your ears. So I took my. I went. I yelled at the ceiling. Oh, I thought I saw something up there. Nonetheless, I thought I, I'm just hyper. And I'm excited about this. I'm excited about you being excited about Friday. So, Mr. DJ, Ma'am DJ, if you get on what you got to do, you know, you know I'm going to pause you for a second. Here and there. About two, three times. You know it's going to happen. But nonetheless, we'll be all right, right? You, you, get, you, got your, you got your stuff ready. And we're ready to hit this. Mm-hmm. Everybody get it on. Maybe open your watch and figure out what, what one of them apps you're going to use so you can get your, your timing fitness-wise. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it right now. Hey, what the hell? Why you hanging on the rooftop by yourself? I have an open invitation, but you're telling me go get lost. I don't wanna see your face. Yeah, what the hell? So why don't we stay out to the morning light? Cause two rooms can make a right. We're just doing what we're feeling right now. Some shadow.
Thank you, Mr. DJ. Today, we stop to celebrate a woman, a great woman. Today, my friends, is Harriet Tubman Day. Celebrated on March 10 every year. If you've never heard of Harriet Tubman, she was a former slave who fought tirelessly to free other slaves by assisting them in fleeing their captors. Tubman is celebrated all around these states united, especially in Maryland, New York, those two states, which held great significance in her life. She's most commonly known for the Underground Railroad, which refers to the network of safe houses she used to help slaves escape. Harriet Tubman Day is a day to remember the heroic, the heroic actions of this great woman and her honor and her honor and to honor her work by fighting racism wherever you see it. Let's talk a little bit about how this all got, how it got started, the history, if you will. Harriet Tubman Day was enacted as a national holiday in 1990 by the Senate. No, the Congress of these states united. Oh, this went all the way up to the Congress. Ah, as a way to celebrate the heroic work of Tubman towards abolishment of slavery and freedom of slaves. The holiday was adopted into law by the U.S. Senate on March 6, 1990, passed through the House of Representatives the next day and proclaimed a holiday by then-President George Bush on March 9 in the same year. While the specific details about Harriet Tubman's date of birth are widely unknown or unconfirmed, we do know that she was born in March sometime between 1820 and 1822 to Benjamin Ross and Harriet Green. She was born on a plantation in Dorch in Dorshire County in New Maryland. She was originally named Amar Aramanita Minty Ross, but soon after her first marriage, she changed her name to Harriet Tubman. Tubman's courage can be traced as far back as when she was an adolescent. She ran away often, fought back, and wore layers of clothes to protect herself from beatings. Her mother was also known for fighting back. Tubman's mother once told a slave trader who wanted to take her son, you are after my son, but the first man that comes into my house, I will split his head. Ooh, wow. Jesus, I felt that. You just didn't feel that one? Oh, Lord, that ran through me. <sighs> okay. In 1849, she became a free woman after escaping from the plantation. After her escape, she spent most of her life fighting for others and strategizing ways to help more slaves secure their freedom. She worked odd jobs and saved money to help free other slaves. Over the years, watch this, she helped about 70 slaves escape and never lost passengers. Seven. You know, there's part of me that looks at that and go, 
wait a minute. Only 70? That's it? We got a whole system for just 70 people? But then the other part goes, but she never lost one. They all successfully made it through. Huh? Yes, sir! I'll split your skull wide open, motherfucker! I'm sorry. Celebrate Harry Tubman Day. God bless your heart. Mm, Mr. DJ, please, because um, that made me feel good. Mm, yes, God, went right through me. I'm, I'm still holding my head. Like, ooh, my precious skull. I'm sorry, Mr. Please. Ooh. I'm so cold in my arms again, like a storm. Mr. DJ, thank you. We must do so to 
celebrate International Day of Women Judges. Celebrated on March 10 each year to promote equal and complete participation of women at different levels of the judiciary. Women's involvement in the judiciary is critical to ensure that courts represent their population, respond to their concerns and issues, competent and issue competent decisions. That's what I was trying to say. Women judges increase the credibility of courts just by being present, giving a strong message that they are open and accessible to anyone seeking justice. Where did this start? Despite their greater participation in public life, women continue to be unprecedented in positions of decision making. In truth, women have historically been under represented in courts, especially at high level, high leadership levels. Women have always been thought of as inferior to men and thus have been given equal representation in different fields of life, have not been given equal representation in different fields of life. But things have changed now and they continue to do so. Last year at the UNODC, Global Judicial Integrity Network, second high-level meeting in Doha, really, President Vanessa Ruz and Chief Justice of of Quater, where's Quater? No, is that Quar? Qatar? Qatar? I don't know, Qatar, yeah, that's right, Qatar jointly proposed the idea of an international day honoring the accomplishment of women judges. Her Excellency, over there in Qatar, permanently representative to the UN, expertly oversaw the drafting negotiations at the UN. Having an equal number of men and women on the bench increases the judiciary's ability to make impartial judgments. Women judges offer a variety of viewpoints and experiences to the bench, strengthening public confidence in the judiciary's ability to defend human rights and the rule of law while portraying the society they serve. Women in leadership positions also help to destroy collusion networks, which help to combat corruption. The inclusion of women judges in settings where they had previously been barred has been a positive step towards judicial systems being seen as more transparent, incorporating uh, the paradigm or paradigmatic. Uh, I don't know what I just said there. Uh, hmm. I don't know what I just said there. Anyway. Being more transparent, incorporating people's lives, they influence or effectively the infection. That's what I, how about I say that? They being there is a positive infection on the people whose lives they influence and will reaffirm our commitment to establish and implement relative or relevant and successful national policies and plans for women's advancement in the judicial system. So, 
All that said, go out there and show some love to your women judge. I was just thinking about it. I, I actually had some time in front of a judge and she was a woman and I didn't like her. But then again, not only does that show that we can be equality, we can have equality in good people, we can have equality in good assholes because women can be assholes too, just like men. Assholianism is equal. Yes. All right, Mr. DJ, I'm sorry. I, I just had a flashback and realized that, you know, there's always work to do in all situations and subjects, as I was saying. So, Mr. DJ, just please, Mr. DJ, before we get in any more trouble, can you just, you know, do what you do? And, yeah, okay, thank you. God, I can't stand that hoe that jerk. She tried to take me from my God. Okay, I'm sorry. Move on. Yeah. Flashing lights, dance with fire in the night. I'm wired. Watch the time pass us by. Is this feeling lying? Could you pass the ladder? Yeah, I'm trying to keep my cool. Nicotine in my veins, flaming up to size. What am I supposed to do? Cause it feels so good. Feeling wild like a super me. Oh, 
thank you. We do so finally today by observing National Women and Girls HIV AIDS Awareness Day. National Women uh, Human Immune Deficiency Virus. That's what HIV is. Are type of retroviruses that infect humans. They attack sick people by weakening their immune system, making them more vulnerable to diseases and cancers that people with healthy immune systems can fight off. HIV was first discovered in humans in the uh, early century, number 20, but is known to have originated in certain non-human primates such as chimpanzees and gorillas. It started in the monkeys? Why they were picking the lice and eating them? I'm sorry. Several theories of its genesis accept the existence knowledge of HIV slash SIV, simian immune virus, or all these other scientific words and doctor words we don't know. But HIV can be spread through the exchange of a variety of bodily fluids between infected individuals as well as from mother to child during pregnancy and delivery. Wow, your mama can give you AIDS. Practicing safe sex and not sharing sharp items that could cut the skin are examples of behaviors and conditions that enhance the chance of contracting HIV and taking precautions against them. So you don't just get it just because you banging somebody. Your blood, you, somebody can hit you. And your blood can catch. It, it, it can, it can, yeah, it can be in the blood, man. It's, it's, it's just getting in the bloodstream. So, nonetheless, just wanted to say, um, what were we doing? Uh, Around the world, people living with HIV slash AIDS are regularly stigmatized and discriminated against. However, numerous programs have been created to raise public awareness in order to diminish and eventually eliminate this trend. Since 2005, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office on Women Health, OWH, has coordinated and held an annual HIV slash AIDS Awareness Day to bring federal and community organizations together to raise awareness, offer support, and share information about the importance of HIV slash AIDS prevention care and treatment. So, another fun fact that I want to throw out while I'm here. Question. The early days of HIV in humans, the HIV-1 subgroup M emerged in Lepoldville in a Belgian Congo now Kinshara in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, basically over there in Africa. Do you know when that was? Before we get to that, HIV slash AIDS officially became an epidemic. The human immunity or yeah, the human immunodeficiency. I just say AIDS, HIV, they got to do all that. And the, and the consequential acquired, oh, that was a syndrome. That's where AIDS come from. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome. 
are both officially identified. When was that? Mm -hmm. One was in 1981. But when they first found out about AIDS was in 1920. You knew that, didn't you? You didn't. Why not, you know? So, all of you people out there that's about to knock boots this weekend because it's Friday night and you feel all right. And the party's here on the west side, so you reach for your 40 and you turn up. Keys my truck. All that good stuff y'all ought to do. Make sure that if you don't know her, you don't blow her. And if you don't know him, I don't know what goes there. Just head down and get you some condoms, all right? Put them on. Protect yourself. As a matter of fact, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, we're going to support our, our friends. I ain't, we ain't got nothing to support. That's just all there is to it. Just make sure you wrap it up. All right, Mr. DJ, get us out of here on this Friday. This feel yourself Friday. No, it's free yourself, not feel. Oh, God, Jesus. Don't play with my heart. Just let me go. Please let me go. You like to love so hard and then you throw it away. You like to open skies and then you blame it on me. You're someone I can I just realized that I am not a good, I am not a good, uh, a good person. <sighs> Lord have mercy. I, di I didn't realize that the, the sound was crazy. It was because the, the cord was wrong.
And I thought it was playing good all the time. Nonetheless, we got through this show. So please forgive me for part of it sounding like bullshit. But nonetheless, we're here on this Free Yourself Friday. It's my wife's last day at work. I got to go do some things for her. I hope she don't read this before. She's not going to listen to this. This would be the day that she does. But let's check out some things that might be around your water cooler. The Wall Street Journal. Jobs report to show uh, the economy of these states united momentum in February. Recent figures point to acceleration with strong job growth, firming inflation, and higher consumer spending. Uh, February's jobs February's jobs report will offer clues about the U.S. economy's health and uh, at the start of the year. Employers added a robust 517,000 jobs in January, and the unemployment rate fell to point to 3.4%, the lowest in more than 53 years. There you go, Biden. We can just keep you young. You might get a second term, boy. Uh, what else is there? The jobs, the job gains snapped months of slowing employment growth, surprised economists and anchored evidence of resilience economic growth. What is going off here? Oh, now you want to talk about happy retirement. Let me put this on. Because we don't want nobody bothering us while we celebrate. Despite high inflation and rising interest rates. What they're saying is, is like we, we're kind of in a balance here. All right. We still got interest rates that are high. We still got the price of eggs being like $4 a gallon. Not a gallon. A, the, the, the carton. A dozen, that's what I'm looking for. But nonetheless, despite all that, it's still some some good. People are going to work, so we have a better opportunity of people being able to to participate in this society. Speaking about better, California is hoping for better. California faces new threats of heavy snow, rain, and floods that could put lives in great danger. The storm is expected to affect the West Coast, particularly California, through Friday, bringing a burst of heavy precipitation, the National Weather Service said. What are they doing? The Weather Service, uh, the Weather Service Weather Prediction Center has issued a high risk of excessive rainfall over California through Saturday morning with severe widespread flash flooding expected with the storm. Quote, areas that do not experience flash flood, flash flooding will flood. The Weather Service said lives and property are in great danger from Friday into Saturday morning. It is warned. They got a picture here of the Golden State Bridge. And it, that's in San Francisco. It looks like it's some water up here. I, I was wondering, was like, don't tell me the water came up with the bridge because that would be. That'd be crazy. Uh, Reuters is reporting this morning that eight killed, including gunmen in shooting in Jehovah Witness Hall in Germany. We sent our thoughts out for that. NPR wants to talk about six tips that can help you skip the hangover from daylight savings time. Oh, that's something to consider. Uh, these California cities are booming even as L.A. and San Francisco lose population. And what else we got up here that could be of interest to us? 
as I open, right, let me see, let me go right here. Uh, what's in Biden's new budget? $150,000 personal, can I, I don't want to talk about that. Um, Biden unveiled his new budget, which includes tax hikes for the wealthiest Americans. The GOP controlled house is unlikely to pass. Of course, they're not. Uh, a Mexican tartel, cartel claimed responsibility for last week's kidnapping of four citizens of East Asia United and delivered five men supposedly behind the attack to the police. Chinese president uh, secured an unprecedented third uh, five-year term, making him the longest-serving leader of the communist China since its founding in 1949. Uh, the climate solution that spies worry could trigger war. Wall Street, Washington Post wants to talk about that. And Robert Blake, the Berrietta actor who was acquitted of killing his wife, died at 89. Uh, anything else of interest? LA elites are shelling out $150,000 for personal uh cane bodyguard these for their dogs a north carolina boy scout earned all 138 merit badges even ones for wow he, wow what's this dude's name uh around age 11 brian mcclellan not mcclellan mcclellan he's got two sashes uh, rose to the rank of Boy Scout and immediately aspired to earn every merit badge in the book. An ambition that would require mastery of scuba diving, basket weaving, dog care, and dentistry. The scouting feat is so rare that only 0.0038 finish every requirement. Backpacking 30 miles, hit 12 out of 25 targets with a shotgun. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> never mind. You know what I was thinking. Like, yeah, there goes the next. Okay, never mind. You. <laughs> the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that uh, I don't know what the moral of the story is. Uh, the most complete list available count 542 scouts earning every. So only 542 scouts have earned every merit badge available. A tally that dates to 1929. I definitely didn't do it. I don't even remember how many merit badges I earned, but I definitely didn't feel one sash. And I'm looking at this little boy right here, Brian McLellan. He's got two sashes of merit badges. God bless his heart. <sighs> ah, I'm trying to think about anything else that, that needs to be on our on our radar for this feel good Friday. This free yourself Friday. This ain't feel good. Somebody else do feel good. We free ourselves. Um, bank. Let me see what's going on. Uh, what's on Biden's wish list? This is by Morning Brew. President Biden laid out his ideal 2024 budget yesterday. Maybe we should say idealistic because it's the White House's version of asking for no one gift wine. What? I don't know. Um, here's what's on there. The proposed budget rings in at six point nine trillion. Wow. Can you imagine spending six point nine trillion dollars? Let's talk about what's in this thing. Healthcare, 
the proposal would cap the price of insulin at $35 per month and empower Medicaid, no, Medicare to negotiate more drug prices. It would also make tax credits for health insurance premiums permanent. Child care, the child tax credit would increase from $2,000 to $3,600 per child. And families could receive it even if they don't owe taxes. So even if I owe the government, I could still get the tax credit. Wow. Going to the moon. NASA's moonbound program would get a budgetary boost of $500 million. Biden's other big goals, reducing deficit spending by $3 trillion in the next decade to rein in national debt. So let's talk about who's paying for this. Uh, Biden hopes to raise $4.7 trillion over 10 years by hiking taxes on the kinds of folks who couches aren't. Mm, I like who says who couches are against the wall. What they're, technically, dude, my couch isn't against the wall, so don't hike my taxes. Because my couch is literally in the middle of the floor. Um, but, you know, that's because I, anyway, I don't, that, that, mm, no. Only, that, I think you're trying to say rich people, but poor people, some of them don't have their taxes, they don't have their couches against the wall. But I digress. Higher taxes for wealthy. Uh, the budget request would reverse Trump's era tax cuts on Americans making more than 450000 no, just $400,000. And add a new 25% minimum tax on billionaires. For people making at least $1 million, the proposal would double the tax rate on capital gains. Or the profits made from selling assets like stocks, houses, and Pokemon cards. Well, shout out to Gary V and uh, what's that dude? Logan Paul. Another L, Logan. Sorry. I can't even do the single right. What's the thing? Yeah, there you go. L. Doesn't really matter because the people are listening. They're not watching. So it doesn't matter that I screwed up. But then again, they watch you. God bless you. What else we got? Higher taxes for corporations. Under the new plan, the corporate tax rate would jump to 28%. Multinational earnings abroad would be taxed at a double the current rate and the tax on stock buybacks would quadruple from its existing 1%. Looking ahead, the GOP likes tax heights as much as New Yorkers like a Los Angeles bagel. And the Republican-led House is already planning to reject Biden's budget as proposed, but consider the budget an icebreaker or more like throwing ice into an inferno to get conversations going. Uh, so basically what they're trying to say is all these things are good. They sound beautiful. I love them. You love them. But Republicans don't. And so they just want us to suffer for God knows. I don't even, I don't even know what Republicans want anymore. I think that's the question that we all want to ask. Like, what do you want, Republicans? Please tell us what you want. What, what is your agenda, your mission? And I'm not a Democrat or, or, or trying to say, oh, I'm bleeding blue. So yeah, yeah. I really want to know, what do you want? Anyway, it's Free Yourself Friday. We're not going to get our blood pressure up over that. I'm not going to get my blood pressure up, period. That's the things that's going to be happening around your world today. And I'm going to get rid and get out your hair. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Desi, easy peasy.
thinking about that four day work week. I know it probably wouldn't work. Maybe Monday, but I don't know how. I still don't know how that would work in here. In here. In here. How about we talk about that, Mr. Congress? Mr. How many, how many times did it take, Mr. Uh, how many times did it take to get a speakership? What? 17? Jesus. Nonetheless, as I said, we're going to get out of your hair. I hope that the weekend is awesome sauce for you. And we'll be back here on Monday. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Mm-hmm. Till then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. Spending this money, party with shorties. Spending this money, party with shorties.